Hey everybody, welcome to a bonus episode of Bucketheads, Land Grant Holy Lands College Basketball Podcast. My name is Connor Lamonds, and I am in my car in the parking lot of the Schottenstein Center about 45 minutes after Ohio State's 83-37 beatdown of the IUPUI Jaguars. Um, it was supposed to be a blowout. It was a blowout. Um, really, really bad team. Ken Palm's number 356 team out of 358, I think. Um, they were overmatched, clearly. Um, Ohio State led by 13 at halftime. Really not a clean half for Ohio State in the first 20 minutes. Not good defense. Um, and they clean it up in the second half. Only let IUPUI score 13 points in the second half, I believe on 4 of 20 of, or 4 of 21 shooting. Um, everybody got in the game. Chris Holtman subbed in a lot of different guys early. Joey Brunk saw a minute. Cedric Russell, uh, Eugene Brown led the team in scoring with 14. EJ Liddell had 13, which puts him 12 shy of 1,000. So EJ Liddell needs a dozen points on Saturday at home against Nebraska to become the 60th member of the 1,000-point club at Ohio State. After the game, we spoke to Jimmy Sotos and Cedric Russell and then Chris Holtman, about the game. Um, Holtman gave us some pretty good answers on Eugene Brown and Jimmy and Cedric and some of those different role players. And Cedric and, and Jimmy were asked specifically about Justin Arns a few times who's still struggling to shoot the ball. So good stuff from all of them. If you enjoy the podcast, if you enjoy this kind of stuff, make sure to follow us on Twitter at LandGrant33. Follow LandGrant Holland on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your music and podcasts for uh whenever we put out the post-game press conferences as well as our weekly podcast on Thursday. So I'm going to stop blabbing. I'm going to get home. It's almost 10 o'clock. Without further ado, here is the post-game press conference with Cedric Russell, Jimmy Sotos, and Chris Holtman. Guys, when you're playing a team like that and you know their record, you know where they're ranked, what's the challenge of, of trying to match what, whatever they're going to try to throw at you? Um, really just, you know, staying consistent with the same approach, you know, whether it's that team or a big team, a big 10 team or, you know, whatever the case may be, but just not trying to play down to their, you know, the level of competition and just, like I say, approaching every game with the same mindset. Yeah, to piggyback off that, we know great teams take care of business, especially at home. So regardless who comes in our building, we're trying to take care of business, you know, execute the game plan to the best of our capabilities and go out there and get a win. What do you guys ultimately take out of a game like this? Um, you know, we got to experiment some different lineups, you know. Uh, uh, we got to hang our hat on defense in the second half, you know, definitely not uh, taking them lightly at all. Um, it was just good to get out there, you know, keep playing games. We had a little hiatus because of COVID. But it was just good to you know get some more games under our belt. For uh, Cedric, was it nice to get kind of a, a break from you know the Big Ten grind and, and really get a game where you can kind of get some confidence, see some shots, you know, go through, and you kind of carry that forward of it for now? Uh, yeah, it was cool. You know, uh, obviously, you know, Big Ten games are fun. So uh, just getting ready for you know the next one, uh, Nebraska. You know, they're playing good, and uh, it's a different team that we face. So just getting ready for those. But it was it was fun. Uh, how cool was it to, to see uh, Harrison score there at the end, uh, especially you know just a couple of days after uh, earning a scholarship? Fresh off a scholarship, yeah, that was dope. I passed up a three to get him that bucket too, so I'm <laughs> glad he hit that floater. 
No, it was good to see my guy get a bucket, though. When you have a teammate like Justin who's going through a rough stretch shooting the ball, but you know he can shoot it, you've, seen, you've both seen him do it, how, how do you kind of talk to him? How do you encourage him to, to keep taking those shots even when they're not falling? Um, I mean, it's just the same as, you know, the, like since you were a kid, you know, just the best way out is to keep shooting, you know? Like you say, the whole world don't even shoot the ball, so just continue to shoot. You know, that's like simple as that, you know? Is there, is there any hesitancy when you have the ball, he's in the corner, or is the confidence between you guys all still the same with him? No. It's still the same. Like I say, man, he, he can shoot the ball, so just continue to shoot the ball. Man, I have no hesitation passing the ball because I've seen him make him multiple times since I've been here. So. Oh, Texas one. He just got hit one. Could that have been the one towards the end there? Mm -hmm. That dribble? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Cedric, uh, I think it was the fourth three that you shot, hit the back of the rim and just kind of fell through. When that, when, when you have, when you let that one go, did you know that one was going to fall? And what is it like to see when you are, when you're already three for three to see one fall that way? Um, I mean, it was it was cool, man. I mean, he actually kind of like tipped the ball, so I, I didn't think he had a chance. So, but uh, he ended up going in, and, you know. I mean, counts. So I had no problem with that. And, and for both of you, Jimmy, you mentioned uh, playing better defense in the second half. Was that something that you guys were challenged with at halftime? Oh, yeah, big time. We had 47% written on our board because that was their field goal percentage going into half. So we knew we had to pick it up, step it up, which I get kills. So that's three stops in a row. And I think we got four, five in the second half. Um, a couple shot clock violations. Just They like to hold the ball, use the, use the entire clock. And we just got to stay disciplined. And we were able to do that in the second half. What kind of like did uh, provide for you guys that uh, it seemed like from the get-go in that uh, second half, he kind of, you know, burst, that burst of energy, that burst of life, what, what kind, what can he do, what did he do to help you guys get to where you want? Yeah, Gene's very versatile. He can guard one through five. You know, he's very active on offense, cutting, rebounding, keeping possessions alive. Just, he makes stuff happen out there. So whenever Gene's in, he's always bringing energy, giving his, you know, full effort, and he just makes stuff happen out there. Does he kind of represent, like, what you guys wanted to do? In the second half, with that energy, I mean, like, yeah, just kind of impose our will a little bit, you know, make them feel us, make them uncomfortable. Gene's great at that. Yeah, definitely, definitely like the definition of a blue fly. Does all the little things. Yeah. Can any of you guys speak to what the competition level must be like in practice when you guys are all kind of battling for minutes, and you know, on a night like tonight, we get to see some more guys than maybe we would in a normal night. Um, what is that competition like every day to try to get on the court? Iron sharpens iron, you know. You know, we go at it. So a lot of times practice is harder than games. We hang our hat on that. We push each other every day. You know, guys are always not even trying to, you know, take each other's spot. Just more so it's pride when you're playing against somebody. You go, you do what you can, get that guy better through the process. Sure. All right, guys, thank you. We got Coach Holton on. Oh, Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, hey, uh, just want to um, begin by thanking everybody who, um, you know, was able to kind of put this thing together on the fly. Um, uh, 
uh, our administration for, for uh, allowing it to happen, IEPUI for being willing uh, inside their own league to, to come over here and play. Um, I want to thank all, all the people, the ushers, um, you know, every parking attendance, everybody who, you know, uh, didn't necessarily have this on their schedule, but uh, was able to was able to chip in and, and uh, make this uh, game happen. Kind of on the fly here, it was unique with adding a game in league, but uh, ultimately glad glad we did. So I just want to you know word of thanks to our administration for making it happen. David Egelhoff did a great job hunting. We, there was not many schools that were you know willing to step outside of league play and play. So. I was uh, I think it was important, so I want to thank IUPUI as well. Um, you know, again, I think uh, you lose three games and two home games, and you want to give your guys a chance to play uh, play again. So, uh, obviously, um, you know this this is a game we're playing a team we knew that was that was in rebuild mode, uh, but this was uh, as much as anything about us continuing to to uh, uh, make some improvements in some areas and. Um, you know, try to get ready for a really tough matchup on on uh, Saturday here. Chris, what do you take out of a game like this when the score gets to what it is, and like you said, it's, it's a team that's in a rebuild. What what can you physically or what can you tangibly take out of a matchup like this? I think just game repetition. You know, they play this this team in particular played a unique uh, matchup zone that we had not seen all year. So getting the chance to, you know, we we had to run parts of our offense that we had not run all year. That's one kind of takeaway. Um, and then I think looking at different combinations, uh, getting guys that had not had game repetition, as much game repetition, get, getting them game repetition, um, you know, all those those things. Do you look at this, too, as a chance for some of those guys that you, you get some extended minutes, build some confidence, and, yep. and try to get some things moving forward? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think they got to earn it. But uh, I think absolutely have those guys that uh, – you know, I thought Jimmy had a good practice yesterday. He's had good good practices. Uh, uh, played well. I thought Joey Brunk did some really good things. Cedric did some good things. You know, in this era of COVID, you're going to need everybody um, at any time, and uh, uh, I think that's as much as anything, Adam. You just know you're going to need guys, and you can see in practice. But you know, they feel differently when they do it in games, and um, gives them a different level of confidence. So. You know, listen. I'm. You know, I'm. It's not like every year we're going to play. You know, five teams that are in re, complete rebuilding mode. But uh, I think this one was important for those reasons. You try not to read too much into uh, tonight, but you know, Cedric Russell was a guy that you said um, at the beginning of the season you thought he might not play his best ball until halfway through the season, and then during the the COVID break you said he was one of the guys you, you wish he had had to to miss those few games. So him tonight having <coughs> tying his season high with 12 points. Did you like what you saw of him, and can this be a, a building block on the ground? Yeah, I just think he's got to continue to be really committed uh, defensively to how we how we play. Um, he's got to really commit himself on that end, um, and uh, he's got to be ready uh, when his number's called. And uh, I thought he had good aggressiveness tonight, um, a good pop to him. And, uh, you know, listen, it's, he's, he's played well in stretches, important games. Uh, in our Wisconsin win, he was critical. Obviously, everybody knows about the Duke game, but uh, those two games he was really important for us. Was it especially cool to see uh, Harrison get a bucket at his yeah. first uh, points of the year? Yeah. Uh, given, you know, just two, two days after, uh, you know, getting on scholarship? Yeah, our guys love that. Yeah, they love that. I, I thought our guys were, were wanting him to hunt a shot. And uh, it's been a good week for Harrison Hoof, and it's been a good week.
We just talked to Jimmy and he said Eugene Brown makes opponents feel uncomfortable. He said he does a lot of different things and he makes guys feel uncomfortable on the other side. Who said that? Jimmy said that about Eugene. What do you think about that and how do you feel about uh, his play today? Yeah, I thought his play was um, uh, was good and can, something he can continue to build upon. Um, you know, I thought, um, um, you know, he's got to embrace the idea of being a guy that can guard multiple positions and be really good and detailed on that end and play with great effort and rebound the ball and then make open shots. You know, he's not, you know, he doesn't need to hunt shots on this team because we have enough offensive weapons, but uh, he's got to be a great cutter offensively and embrace uh, what we're asking defensively. It seems like, I'm kind of piggybacking off that, but he kind of, I mean, out of that second half, he kind of represented like a level of physicality that, you know, an intensity uh, out of the break. I mean, is that kind of what you saw, too, in those first minutes? And, and, and what did he do to kind of set the tone for the better there in that second Yeah, I thought uh, I thought he did. Um, he he is uh, got good length. He's got a big body. He's got a physicality to him. Um, and he's got to take care of the ball. When he struggled, he's... He's, um, he's not always taking care of the ball, but uh, he did bring a real physicality that we needed. Uh, his, his ability to get on the glass is really important for our team. And also with, with EJ, it seems like, I mean, there was that, there was a fire, especially in those first few minutes on the glass, like whether it was yeah. offensive boards, uh, just rebounds in general. I mean, like, it seemed like that's kind of what you guys needed from yeah. him tonight. I mean, yeah. What does that mean to, for him to provide that kind of versatile? For EJ or yeah, EJ. yeah, I thought EJ did some did some good job on the offensive glass. He, he needs to continue to get better in that area. But I thought he did he did a good job on the offensive glass tonight. Um, again, I think he's got to continue to get better in that. Well, listen, EJ is, um, he's such a special kid. He's such a special player. And uh, I think there's going to be a few tears shed um, in the Holtman house. And uh, um, a, a lot of homes when, when he, you know, when he moves on uh, because he's beloved by us. He's beloved around here. He's a tremendous kid who is uh, also a really talented player. And um, he allows us to push him and challenge him in areas. And I think that's the sign of a really good kid and a really good player. So there's not a bigger advocate uh, uh, for EJ than, than me. And uh, I want every good thing that comes uh, his way because I know he's, he's going to work for it and he's continue to put in the work for it. And I'm excited to see when he crosses that 1,000-point barrier. And... Uh, um, you know, I think it'll be a great individual honor for him. And, uh, I don't want to get too into the weeds here, but Cedric hit a three up 26, and then Jimmy came down and, and took a charge on the defensive end, and Eugene has 13. Uh, to get that kind of production from those guys, I know you don't want to put too much stock in this kind of game, but yeah. are you starting to, to feel a little bit better about the depth that you're in our position, especially you're not reaching right now, those guys are still able to go out and do that? Yeah, I think uh, that was good to see. Uh, again, um, you know, it's important to keep in mind, um, you know, we were playing a young team, um, but um, 
Yeah, it was it was good to see with those guys. I thought those guys did a good job. I thought the two charges by Jimmy and Sed were great. You've been asked a lot about Justin's shooting. Um, you don't start him to start the second half. What went into that? And this seems like a game where maybe he could have started to get right, but still struggled a little bit. What was just kind of your message? Yeah, I think he's just he's got to he's just got to cut loose and play. He's got to play with I think he's got to play with a little more juice, a little more confidence to him, and um, you know I think he's he's you know he's probably overthinking it a little bit. He's a tremendous shooter, tremendous shooter. I really don't worry about it at all. I think he's I think he's going to hit his stride, and um, it's the least of my concerns. The least of my concerns is Justin Art shooting. Making him practice. I mean, are you seeing what yeah. you need to see from him outside of these games? Yeah, he shot it well in practice. He's really shot it well in practice. Now, in practice, it's like you know, it's like league play. They they don't leave him a whole lot, but uh, he shot it really well um, uh, in practice. I want to ask about justice. Uh, it seemed like maybe he was out there before the game and shoot a little bit. Uh, you're down to like 13 games, I think, left in your regular season. It seems yeah. like you know, it's still quite a few. Uh, yeah. Is there any talk about, and correct me, is, is he eligible? Could he come back whether he plays every game the rest of the way? Or what are his options? He is, Steve. What's the discussion currently on what's the next step for him? Yeah, he, he is uh, eligible uh, for an additional, the, the additional COVID year. That'll be a conversation he and I will have. I think he's taking it one step at a time, Steve, and kind of evaluating um, how he feels. Um, he's getting closer. Uh, he's getting close to returning to practice, which that's always obviously, you know, close to returning to games. So, listen, that's been as disappointing. I've been as dis – it's probably been as – the most I've been disappointed for a kid in maybe 20 years of coaching. Just uh, that and a young man we had at, we had at Butler when I was an assistant. You just – such a good player. I think he has not reached his ceiling as a player. So important for our team. And as you mentioned, he's he, he's missed a chunk of games. So um, I'm optimistic, but I think he's taking it one step at a time. We'll sit back after the season and evaluate if it's you know best for him. We we'd love to have him back, but it's he's got to feel like it's right. Uh, same question, Seth Towns. Uh, yeah. Same thing. Uh, I think Justice is probably a little further along than Seth in his in his re, uh, re recovery. Um, I'd see his return to play a little bit sooner than Seth's, um, but um, uh, same same thing with Seth. They'll have to decide if it's best. You know, Seth's a little bit older than Justice, um, so they'll have to decide if it's if it's best for them to return. With that one, just because of the history of injuries that seem to follow him after where he goes. Yeah, I think they both want to try to play if they can this year. Um, I don't think I, I know they both do. But um, if we get closer and it looks like one of them can't return or doesn't feel them uh, their selves and, and need to shut it down, then um, then we'll have that conversation. But listen, I, you know. Given given just COVID and all that, if guys want to play, I'm I'm certainly gonna gonna be open to that because you know we, we're already down considerable numbers right now just with um, you know with Michi being out. Those are those are three important guys for us. So um, as far as numbers go, Jamari left with the locker room for a little bit, and 
I know the score was what it was, and Malachi's played a lot of minutes lately. He didn't play for like the last 14, 15 minutes. Are those, are those guys okay? Yeah, oh, they're fine. Okay. Yeah, Jamari just, I think, uh, just banged his foot a little bit, but he's fine. Yeah, Malachi, I just think get, get him, we had some other guys that needed to play. And, and when you have a week like this where you've got three home games in seven days and you're coming off a tough, uh, some tough games on the road, what does this week allow you to do? Are, are you getting two games into this? Or are you getting what you would like to, to get out of some of these opportunities to try some things and to get some looks at some guys, maybe build some confidence? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I, I really want to have good preparation going into Saturday. That's 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 a really important game for us, and obviously a team that that really pushed us um, and is talented and well coached. So I just, you know, I just that's turning my focus to, you know, we'll see what the how the week finishes up for us. Okay, thanks, guys. Have a good night.